0: Welcome to the Film Seven Podcast. How are you all doing out there? My name is Andy, and as usual, I've got here with me Jake. How's it going, Andy? I'm doing very good. Um, have you seen anything
1: lovely this week? Um, I have. You have? What it wasn't. I wouldn't say it's lovely, uh, but I revisited The Shining. Okay. Because uh, I'm going to go see Doctor Sleep soon. Yes. So again, that was just incredible to watch. I mean, it's it, the movie really is Jack Nicholson. And, and and his performance in that it, it's that that's the most terrifying thing of that film it's a classic yeah um
0: anybody's top 100 films that it has to be there yeah definitely
1: in you know argument you could argue say it's in the top 5 horror movies ever made oh certainly yeah, certainly definitely so yeah i've been watching that and and i haven't come around to it yet uh, but this past week apple tv plus launched stendy yeah Underwhelming. Yeah, kinda underwhelming. So um I mean I I got it on Friday. So I went onto the Apple TV Plus app and because I recently bought a new Apple device, we got it for free for a year. So yeah. that's the sort of the only reason I've got it is because I'm getting it for free. Mm-hmm. Um and I went on through, I was looking through and I was like, man, this is kind of a weak launch. Um it's it's comically weak.
0: It's 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 I can almost not believe that this is what Apple is launching their streaming service on. I almost feel like it's a strategy, that their strategy was just launch with rubbish and maybe do something in December or next year or something. It's too bad for for it to be, this is what Apple wanted to compete with Netflix.
1: Yeah, because now I haven't actually seen any of the shows yet, so I can't judge the shows. I mean, the shows that they released were The Morning Show, which got mixed reviews. Uh, for all mankind, over you know mainly positive. So I think for me that's the one that I'm most intrigued in. Um, C got slammed, mm. you know, by critics, and we also had a Dickinson, which you know we we weren't too fans of the trailer, but it's actually getting really good reviews. That one, really,
0: yeah. I'm so, I'm shocked because the pr- everything just looked very staged. It looked like a very staged um, film. It didn't look like it looked like it was made an opportunistic um film um series is it a film or a series it's a series yeah, it just looks very opportunistic like okay everybody knows how the women's um rights thing is uh hot topic right now all right let's yeah, do the this. me too movement let's and... the me too thing let's um let's slam let's let's slam a series about Charles Dickens, what daughter or wife? It, yeah, it, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, it just looks very contrived. Not very. This is what they always had in mind to make. It looks like, oh, yeah, let's just do it. Yeah, now. it
1: doesn't look like it's a series for me. So look, uh, f- fair enough. If it's getting really good reviews, and if you like it, you like it. I just don't think it's. I'm going to enjoy it. Just it just doesn't seem the series for me. For all mankind, on the other hand, looks more up my street. So I'm willing to give that one. You a forgot. You, you forgot Snoopy. Oh yeah, Snoopy's on there as well. Yeah. He's uh, there. And what else is on there? We also at launch. You also had the Opa, elephant um, yeah the elephant documentary and Oprah's book club, um, whatever that is. So there, there are others. I mean, looking on here now, there are stuff that are coming uh, a bit later down the year. So you know, Servant uh, M Night Shamala series is coming. That's later on in November, uh, as well as a couple of other series in December. Yeah, it's just. I mean, these are decent shows, but they are not. It's
0: not what you use. I think when you're launching a streaming service in a world of streaming services, you need to come out with a bang. Or maybe this is just Apple saw that it's now or never. Let's just put a marker down that we have a streaming service, then build upon that. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's their strategy. But as of now, I was on it. I really wanted to like it. I really wanted to be proved wrong. And I went on the app this week like you, and honestly, there was nothing attractive there was nothing pulling me in to any one of the shows this not even you know how you, sometimes you want to watch something to play in the background like you're working and so I couldn't even find a show on there that I could play for background so I'm not, I'm not very happy about it
1: yeah, yeah it's a service Well, will see I, th- I think you're right though I think it is a matter of case of uh, let's just release something uh, and we'll f- and we'll later build an IP. I mean, the benefit that a company like Disney has is that it already has this backlog of IP. So at launch, it's going to be crazy. Apple doesn't really have that yet. So mm. maybe that's, you know, that's what you're sort of but, saying. But Amazon didn't. Amazon
0: didn't have it. Roku didn't have it. You know, these companies didn't have any material, but they were able to find some... Si- they just found all these um, streaming services. They come out with one signature series. And they're like, bang, this is the series this is the home of this particular show and everybody loves the show and that's how the other platforms have been built there was house of cards there was mr robot even amazon is real, you know is doing that um show the lord of the rings one lord of the rings which yeah. is coming which
1: i think is going to surpass game of thrones and uh, the boys has been a huge hit for exactly, amazon exactly the yeah. boys
0: as well you know so they have these very good shows and um apple is just you know just Happy to be there, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. They're not. It almost looks like like you know. They just want to be there. They don't. They're not coming there to reign. And normally, we know Apple. Once they come into an industry, like they did with Spotify and all of that, once
1: they come into an industry,
0: they want to take over.
1: Yeah. You know, so I don't think they're going to do it. I also think um, you know some people may not agree with this, but I do also think you need to have some form of comic book IP behind you because if you look at all the streaming services, they've got some form. Of comic book, because that is what's hot right now. Yes,
0: that's what's hot right now. Exactly.
1: Every single streaming service, every single movie studio is doing something comic book related. Whether it be something from the big two or indie stuff, but they're still doing something. Apple hasn't got that. And I think they also need that to maybe bring some people over.
0: Yeah, the two things that are really hot in the um, comic book and fantasy. Yeah. You know, those are the two things that maybe C was their fantasy it looks to be that yeah yeah fancy thing but it just didn't work it was bird box you remember bird box right yeah yeah from netflix yeah. it was bird box of 2000 years ago it, it just it i i i saw i read the p- synopsis and i was like yeah this is not going to work people can't what re- is it like
1: everybody is blind and Yes, I mean, like, the, the a new child was born with the ability to see, see. and I, so I don't know.
0: I, I, yeah, yeah I, like, seriously, how do blind people haunt people who can see? It's too much. It's just too much. And,
1: you know, so we'll, we shall, like we always say on the show, we shall see. see. We shall see. But for now, not impressed.
0: Not impressed, no.
1: Okay, so let's kick off into the news, N.D. We got some big, big news, two main topics, really, and then some other little stuff. But now let's go into the first segment, which is the movie and TV news. Well, gentlemen, you had my curiosity, but now you have my attention. So, Andy. Yes, sir. Wow, this is a, a big story. Uh, I, I think for a lot of people, they didn't see this coming. And for some other people, I think I think we saw this coming. Okay. Uh, and that is David Benioff and D.B. Weiss are out of making their Star Wars movies, and their trilogy is no longer moving forward. So these are the guys that made Game of Thrones.
0: Yes. These are the guys that were the reason why we had a poor season or eight of Game of Thrones. Yes. The show ended because they wanted to leave Game of Thrones to go
1: to Disney to make Star Wars. That was the official we, story. Th- we think, yeah. It, it was. There was never actually officially released that,
0: yeah. So, so Game of Thrones died for nothing. Well, yeah. We well. had a rubbish end of Game of Thrones, literally for nothing. Like. The insult. Uh, I don't want to
1: really rant. Yeah, I mean, this, uh, I mean, I think there's also a lot of other factors. Uh, fill us in. W- while the um, Game of Thrones season eight was, you know, critically slammed, but we're not here to talk about the Game of Thrones stuff. We're here to talk about this story now. It's. I think I kind of saw this coming, and that, and because I, you know, we're only hearing about this now, but this was this would have happened months ago. They would they were out months ago. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And I think, for me, the first inkling of thinking it was not going to happen. So when this was first announced, right, they said they were going to do a series of films. They didn't specify, you know, that was the thing, a series of films. They didn't say a trilogy. Ryan Johnson, when that was announced, they said a trilogy. But with them, they said a series of films. Then a couple of months later, we heard, oh, it's going to be a trilogy. Okay, a trilogy. And then that's when we got the release dates that the next movie, after The Rise of Skywalker, would be in December 2022. And Bob Iger came out and I think he said uh, the next movie will be by Den- uh, Benioff and Weiss. Okay. Then for me, this is when the alarm bells started happening. Remember when we heard that reports where now it's they are not going to do the whole treatment. They're just going to do a basic treatment and only sort of write the first one. For me, I was like, I think this is going now. This mm. is this is this is out of the window. And then to seal the deal even more when they signed that $250 million deal with Netflix.
0: Mm. I I mean, I didn't see it coming. Even when, you know, the the treatment thing came out, I just didn't see it coming because for them to have made such a huge decision to leave Game of Thrones because they wanted to go to Star Wars, you would have thought that everything was laid bare. Everything was in place, that they were just going to go in there and reproduce game of thrones in a star wars universe you would you would have thought that everything was all sorted and so it it was inconceivable that we would get to this point where they wouldn't it wouldn't wouldn't be happening and i am sure every game one, every game of thrones fan i'm hearing this news would be so disappointed because they left because of that it's just it's just a terrible state of affairs i watched um an interview a a very recent interview from George R. R. Martins and um just if you're good at reading between the lines you can see where I know we're not talking about GOT but you can see where the fractures started to happen in Game of Thrones and that was in season five and they just carried on six seven and by eight that
1: was just the end of it they had to leave and I don't know but well we are hearing as well that it is some of this is creative differences with Kathleen Kennedy.
0: Creative differences with Kathleen Kennedy. So, mm. yeah,
1: the, the official statement was uh, scheduling conflicts, mm. uh, which I, I do think there's a, there is also part of that because from the report, this is all, you know, what we've just he- been hearing, is that when they signed that deal with Netflix, Kathleen Kennedy and Lucasfilm were like, huh, what are you doing? Mm. Yeah, sort of thing. You signed a deal with us. Yeah. Uh, so Normally
0: oops sorry, sorry no, for interrupting. no go ahead go ahead normally when people sign a contract they usually sign a non-compete there's usually a non-compete clause in their statement. you know so i'm surprised that that happened
1: after they had signed for disney exactly this is why i'm really confused and there's there's also um from the report that apparently netflix said we'll offer you more money if you leave star wars uh, but apparently Netflix were willing to wait for them to do Star Wars. But Kathleen Kennedy and Lucasfilm were like, well, are you going to be like focused on Star Wars? Or are you also going to be thinking about other projects sort of thing? Do you want to hear, like, there is some official statements from these guys. Oh, yeah, let's hear. At yeah. least from yeah, from yeah Kathleen and... From Kathleen and uh, DB and Weiss, yeah. Uh, so a statement from Benioff and Weiss is, quote, we love Star Wars. When George Lucas built it, he built us too. Getting to talk about Star Wars with him and the current Star Wars team was the was the thrill of a lifetime, and we will always be indebted to the saga that changed everything. There are only so many hours in the day, and we felt we could not do justice to both Star Wars and our Netflix projects, so we are re- regretfully stepping away.
0: That's bull. Honestly, that's just they didn't they didn't even say that that was a press officer that wrote that that didn't come from them that you know it's, there's nothing there. There's no message there, to be honest. Mm. Uh,
1: Kathleen Kennedy, so this is definitely out of her mouth, mm. uh, says, David, David Benioff and Dan Weiss are incredibly uh, inc- sorry, are incredible storytellers. We hope to include them in the journey forward when they are able to step away from their busy schedule to focus on Star Wars.
0: Right, oh, so it's not over, it's just delayed.
1: Well, I think that's more of a political way of saying... It's, I think it's a political answer. No,
0: that's a very it's clear that it's more a delay she didn't you know she didn't mix her words she said it that when they are free they will come back the door is open for them to come back i mean she said the door is open for them to come back but the prob- the thing about this of they left game of Thrones because they wanted to focus on star wars they are leaving star wars because they want to focus on netflix what they will fo- leave netflix now because they want to focus on apple those guys somehow they're beginning to sound like I don't want to curse but somehow they're not beginning to sound like very not stable they don't know where they want to be mm-hmm. it
1: well it's it's funny you say that because um, I don't know if you saw uh, but they were at a comic convention uh, last week or something and it sort of came out that they they basically admitted that they didn't have no idea what they were doing in season one of Game of Thrones. Season one? Yeah, at the mm-hmm. beginning. They said that they were actually surprised HBO let them go ahead and do the, the series and stuff. I mean, I mean, we look back at it now and it's amazing, but...
0: Well, the, the good thing is R. R. Martin was involved, heavily involved in, from season one till five. He was heavily involved. In fact, the contract was he would write one episode per season. So he was heavily involved. So there was a lot of inspiration from the source when they were doing those um first seasons and um but when he left because he needed to write the books that was when the whole thing started falling apart and all of that and um yeah so it just i don't know these guys they just seem to me that the apart from game of Thrones. okay well i was gonna say what is it about them that okay yes they, they gave us the best show ever produced but it wasn't written
1: yeah I mean there's a whole team of writers behind it it wasn't just them obviously they they are sort of spearheading the thing yeah but there's a huge team of writers and directors behind them to make it Um, but I'm gonna play the devil's advocate here because we're also hearing this from the other side of the same coin right is that you can't deny that since Disney have acquired Star Wars or Lucasfilm, there have been a lot of production problems, specifically directors, you know? Uh, we go back to uh, Josh Trank, who was gonna do the Boba Fett movie. Mm. He, uh, he did Fantastic Four, that was a complete flop. He was out, creative differences, whatever. Uh, then Rogue One, you know, Gareth Edwards, mm. You know, that was a whole, ah, this is not the movie we intended to make. Bring in t- Tony Gilroy to fix it, basically. But Gareth Edwards was willing to play ball with him. Okay, let's work together to fix this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we get with Solo, Lord and Miller, out creative differences. You know, you're seeing a sort of pattern here. Uh, and then, you know, it's not official yet. Probably the Ryan Johnson trilogy is going to be out next. Now with Benny uh, and Weiss, it's, uh, yeah. All,
0: all these creative different. Who are they? Who are these differences but with? But this is
1: what I mean. And it's all <laughs> with, like, you know, I think it's all with Kathleen Kennedy. Now, I've said before, I, I said, I don't think you can tell the story of Hollywood without Kathleen Kennedy because she is one of the all time great producers. Um,. But there seems to be something there, like a creative difference, isn't there? Like, Mm. I'm not too sure what it is.
0: Yeah, we don't know what it is. Obviously, everything will always point to the leader. And because she's the spearhead, everybody thinks it's her fault, you know, and she's the problem. Maybe she's not, you know. But you're absolutely correct. Ever since Disney bought Star Wars franchise, it's not been smooth sailing. It's been one story after the other. Then they make one good film, then three bad ones. Or, you know, it's not... Well, yeah, been... I, wouldn't, I
1: wouldn't say quite like that. But yeah, it's... I mean, with the Obi-Wan Kenobi movie as well, you know, that was going to be a movie. And then after the performance of Solo, they were like, oh, maybe not.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just... It's not been smooth sailing since yeah. Disney bought the property. So I'm not surprised to hear this. But I, I, I just the thing is when the story broke that these guys dbf uh, they were going to star wars everybody was really happy about it because everybody was like they were going to do the whole old republic story and that is just what everybody wanted to see and we were all excited and to just hear that it's not going to happen is just quite disappointing
1: Mm. you know that news also broke before game of thrones season 8 came out um, the, 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 that, that they, they were going to Star Wars. Oh,
0: yeah, it did. It came out
1: before. So, yeah, so, uh, and then
0: obviously season eight happened and we all know. We all happened. know why, yeah. Because um, the, the big question is why didn't they hand Game of Thrones over to somebody else? Because what would have happened is Game of Thrones would have been on till now. If all this nonsense with um, Netflix and Disney didn't work, they were, Game of Thrones still on. They could maybe come back and, you know, continue what they were doing started. But Game of Thrones is over and it's never coming back. And now the show, I don't know if we covered it this was it this week it happened? We'll
1: get into that in a bit, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. about the Game of Thrones shows being cancelled and that's you know, it's cancellations, cancellations left right and right center.
1: Left right and center.
0: You know what? Maybe we should just go back to the pre to the pre-internet days where you didn't know anything about the filmmaking till the film came out. You only knew about a film when you saw the trailer in the cinema. Yeah. That was all you knew. You didn't know anything about this film was being made or anything was coming, nothing. I think maybe we should just go back there. How
1: how I wish we could do that again.
0: Yeah, because like all these things you're hearing behind it, it's taking away the enjoyment from the film. You know, it's taking it away.
1: Yeah, because you're already going into maybe a certain... Like, look, like a solo, for example, you're already going into that film knowing all the production problems that has happened and you're already thinking oh how's this going to turn out sort yeah. of thing you know Justice yeah. League as well
0: yeah and you know yeah exactly you know the next if Ryan Johnson gets gets ends up making his Star Wars thing when you go in watching it you're not just watching the film you're also thinking okay this guy needs to redeem himself from the backlash of The Last year." and you're thinking about that and it's taking away your enjoyment from the show you're distracted the, the, everything is all playing in your mind But back in the day, you didn't none of that. You just went in, watched the movie, and came out. Maybe that's why we are so connected to those films till today because it was all pure entertainment. There was no podcast talking about it. No,
1: exactly. (laughs) It wasn't Twitter.
0: There was no Twitter. There was no internet. No Facebook. Nothing. It was just the cinema to the people. I tell you what,
1: though, I. This is slightly off topic, but somewhat related to what we to so what you just said. Yeah. I unplugged from the social media when the Rise of Skywalker trailer dropped, for about two days. I just I deleted Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram off my phone completely. Really. And I just thought, I'm just gonna enjoy this trailer. And you know what? That was like the two best days I've had of being a Star Wars fan recently. Because you deleted Twitter and Facebook. Because I just enjoyed this trailer. I was chatting to my friends about it. You know, I was chatting to you about it. We were just, you know, speculating, having cool theories. And I didn't have to see all this, you know, you know stuff that you see on Twitter, vile hatred and trolls and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And it just felt nice, man.
0: Yeah, I mean, these days it's, it's a particular skill. It's a common skill but it's particular it's a particular skill to be able to go on the internet and read the things you read and get the feedback you get and not let it affect you you know people are nasty on the internet people say all kinds of stuff you you, you should just be able to kind of just read it for what it is and just move on you know it's um it, it it can take i can see why you did it it can take away the pleasure of it and all of that but it is what it is it's where we are and we just have to make sense of it this technology has outgrown us it's grown faster than we, we expected than yeah. we expected faster than we could handle right it, this is almost the internet is almost like terminator you know those terminator it, the machines are smarter than us we don't know how they work they influence
1: every aspect of our lives and um that's the world we live in it's scary it's scary and it's funny because I saw like a B.T. Abbott the other day saying technology will save us. I know. And I'm like, oh, is it now? <laughs> no, it's not. There's a few Terminator films that will say otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, we, 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 I think technology
0: all the time, all, since the dawn of mankind, technology has been at pace with humanity, has always been at pace. We've not moved. It's never been too far ahead from us. But now, I think this is the first time tech
1: has just gone way ahead of us it was the millennium when the year 2000 pretty much hit then it just psh, yeah, skyrocketed it's, yeah, yeah it's just
0: it's just gone beyond us now yeah. the, the internet is not it's it's not it doesn't belong to anybody you can't shut it down it's too open one thing you share it's it's there forever even if you delete it even if you delete it it's there and you know with the whole Kevin Hart thing him on Oscar this is things he did 12 13 years ago coming back and taking bread from his table like 13 years ago it's just this ubiquitous pot of soup that nobody knows how to handle handle, exactly So well, anyway. Yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is, bro. It is what it uh, is. so
1: yeah, one final thing on this whole story is another thing that people are saying is that is this also begun the streaming wars have. Where it's Netflix and Disney are now direct competitors, really, and this is netflix way of saying, haha, we stole your sort of talent. Did 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 you say somebody said the, the war has begun? Yeah, the, the no be- the war started. Well, no, I I, kind of agree. I think the war has, we're on the eve now because Apple TV Plus has just launched, Disney Plus is launching, and then obviously HBO Max will launch in a few months. Yeah. So yeah, I think we're just now, the war has officially begun.
0: Yeah, well, well when we start seeing this kind of thing, it's like football transfers where the yeah.
1: player goes from one club but to the other. This is what I mean. Like, and I was talking to somebody else about this, because like, I'm looking at this in a way of, I mean, sorry if you're not a big sports fan, but you can very much look at this like sports. Yeah, You know, it's just head coach going from one team to another. They've offered him more money. They've offered him or her more creative freedom. Do you know? And it, that's it, what Netflix does. They yeah, really give people It's their very similar business in a
0: way. Yeah. Um but saying that though, they signed a hundred million dollar contract. Was the money they signed was two fifty. Was it two fifty? Two fifty. Was it two fifty for them or two fifty to make
1: content um, I think it's for them, yeah. Two fifty for them and then they make content for Netflix. <laughs> I really want to see what they're gonna make. It has to be better than the
0: Passion of Christ.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> I highly be. doubt that.
0: <laughs> wow! Really, you have to kill the Son of God again to yeah for that kind of a That's money. A lot of money, yeah.
1: And but this is it goes back to what I said earlier. Like Netflix offered them, like apparently the initial fee was lower, but they said we'll give you more if you leave Star Wars.
0: Well, it's the same thing um, Google did to and this is totally not has nothing to do with film. You know, Google bought Fitbit. Yeah. yeah. You know, Facebook wanted to buy it. Facebook were the first to bid, and Google just came and paid twice, paid double, and that's it, you know? Money talks. You just got taken down. Yeah, money talks, everybody walks, you know? Once the money talks, we obey. But it's not like Disney is a poor company. No. It's just Netflix just offered them more money. And if Disney was serious, they could have offered them... 10 times that amount yeah. and he wouldn't scratch that. That's powers. what I mean. I
1: think this whole t- news story in general, I think it's all a matter of, it's, it's loads of things. It is scheduling, it is money, and it is creative differences. I think it's kind of a mixed bag of all three of those things.
0: Yeah. T- if, if I was going to put it in order of preference, I think it's more the creative differences. Money is the last. Creative differences first, then the scheduling, which I don't even think that was a problem then the uh, money the money was the nail in the Mo- coffin. yeah money was just because what well, you get to a certain level and money stops being the amount stops ma- meaning anything because you, you have so because much because you have so much you know like somebody that has say this is an example. someone that has five billion dollars in the bank and someone that has six billion there's no difference between both of them they both can't finish it it's not in you know and um, so I don't think money was the problem. It's more to do... I think there is just that very toxic thing about Star Wars. And Star Wars is a career-ending project. Or career shoot. It, you can do a Star Wars film, and it will shoot your career forward. Like, you will be the hottest thing on the market. And you can shoot a Star Wars film, and that's the end of a career. Nobody's going to want to work with you again. So, because of the fans. You know, you just said it now, how toxic the fans can be and all of that. And now... We're in the age of fan power where fans have a lot of power. They mm-hmm. can actually dictate. You know, it's it's straight and it's, scary. You know, it's I, scary. I think
1: it's scary personally.
0: It's good and it's bad. Yeah. Because, for example, you, earlier this year, remember the Sonic the Hedgehog yeah, trailer? Yeah. And the fans made them go back to the drawing board. If the fans didn't have that power, we would have got that eyesore for Sonic, for um them Son- um, Sonic. And you know. And I, I personally believe... We were arguing about this last week on the show. And I personally believe the reason why the the, the training scenes were added to The um, the, la- the Rise of Skywalker was because they were trying to fix the problems from The Last Jedi. And the reason why we know there was problems from The Last Jedi was because of the backlash that we received from the fans. So the fan power is, is huge it's now. Yeah. It's strong now. And it's really... Um, it's not just that it's there. Companies are actually now listening. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they hire people to listen to the mood of the of the fans.
1: No doubt. I mean, I think Kathleen Kennedy has come out recently, um, a couple of months ago or something, and she said that we listen to the fans. We see what the fans are saying and stuff for that. And yeah, look, I, I like you, I think it's good and I think it's bad. Mm. Because on the good side, yes, I think you should listen to the fans to a certain degree of what we sort of crave. Do you know what I mean? You know, what we sort of are asking for as a community, like the uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi series is a perfect example. Mm. Everyone wanted that, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? The whole community was like, yes, we want to see this story. Um, Solo, you know, obviously the people who really enjoy that film, I don't mind that film, it's okay. Uh, but did we really need it as a community? No, no. we didn't really need it. So I, I think, you know, they can learn from that, but at the same point on the bad side of it, I don't think you should give fans too much say, because at the end of the day, what do we really know? Yeah, Yeah, You know, these people at the top are very smart people. Mm. You know, they're successful people. They have track records to prove they're successful. So... No, uh, but the thing is... Oops, sorry,
0: I interrupted you. No, no, go ahead. But the thing is, motivations are different. Uh, Fans want to see a good film. Fans want the story to continue. But the film, the the production company, they just want to balance the books. They just want to make money and they will do whatever it takes to make money. Even, though if it, even if it takes spoiling the story and contradicting the canon, they will do whatever it takes to make the money. But the fans, different
1: motivations. So, you know, it's quite... It's, 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 there are two sides to it. Yeah, I mean, I think now you can sort of look like in Hollywood, you know, whether you like it, you can say whatever you want about certain films, but Marvel Studios really is the gold standard at the minute of how to run an efficient studio. Because they're pleasing the fans, pretty much everyone. Wait, they uh, they pleased the fans. Yeah, they exactly the majority of Marvel fans. You can you you know we are pretty much on board with most of the movies. Do you know yeah. they've been you know successful critically mm-hmm. and with by, adored by the fans. They've been most of them been financially very successful. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you're sort of, cr- you're pleasing both and that's down to somebody like Kevin Feige and the team he's got behind him. Mm. And I can understand why Disney, who owns Marvel, sees the success that Marvel's having and going to Lucasfilm and say, why, why under the same umbrella? Why are you not doing that? You know, there's a f- I can see why Disney would, would do that.
0: Yeah. Here's the thing, right? I don't, some things, lightning sometimes can only strike once. There are some things that shouldn't be templatized and reproduced. Who says that doing the same thing? Kevin, if Kevin Feige started this universe now, who says that it would have been as successful as it was? There were so many factors, mm-hmm. some known, some unknown, that led to the success of of of, of, of um of the of the universe. And um, so it's not there is no formula. It's not oh we've cracked the code. They just they just they were just doing something I'm sure if you spoke to Feige 14 years ago and you said in 14 years time you this is what would happen he would be like nah, 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 nah. he he yeah, probably say we'll just
1: take it one movie. One st- yeah, yeah. He, he
0: would he would he would have hoped to be successful but he probably didn't think he would be this successful mm-hmm. he probably didn't even know he would be allowed to make all the films you know it was step by step they kept it, You know, each film kept on getting better, and they kept on giving him more freedom and more money to do what he needed to do. So, um, so we don't know if what they've done can be repeated, doing the same thing again, Mm -hmm. because you need to. One thing we've noticed is the movie in the superhero genre is sort of moving away from this quintessential superhero, light versus dark, the good guys always win in the end, and all of that. I think now the success of Joker has opened up a new way of telling superhero superhero movies and studios are beginning to take notice. Like my best film of the year, I know we have that awards episode, my best film of the year is Brightburn, which is a superhero film taken from a dark, if it's the most underrated film of the year, in my opinion, the most underrated film, but it's really good. And we know how Joker did. Harley Quinn is coming out. I don't know if Harley Quinn, Harley Quinn sort of doesn't f- Harley Quinn's film still has that blockbuster edge to it. It doesn't feel very indie. But indie superhero films, anti-hero films are sort of taking a grip on the market. And what Feige did in the last 14 years might not work in this next coming years. So they don't have to follow what Disney is doing or what Marvel has done. Everybody just needs to say yes sir to their last names and do what's in their hearts and not what somebody else has done
1: yeah i mean i'm not directly saying they should do exactly what marvel doing in the sense of like right we need to release these so many movies a year leading up to this blah 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 i'm not that's marvel have perfected that and marvel do that star wars is not marvel in that sense yeah what i think they should though take a note from marvel is to do have a singular vision of where you want to take this franchise because I still, th- you, I still think that's very important. Of Star what, Wars, yeah, yeah. You know, you know. I like the Force Awakens. I like the Last Jedi. You didn't like the Last Jedi, but at the same time, but you like the Force Awakens, don't yes, you? Yes, loved yeah. it. Yes. But at the same time, even though I liked both of those films, and I have really enjoyed most of the content that Disney have produced, I will be the first to admit there doesn't, there was no plan. You know, it was sort of like JJ, you do your movie, uh, Ryan, you do your movie, and Colin Trevorrow, you do your movie. Another director I didn't. Um, Colin, uh, yeah. Colin Trevorrow, I missed him out earlier. Another director that had creative problems. Mm. So there didn't seem like there was a plan. Yeah, yeah I kind of I agree with you there. This whole this
0: reboot of the Star Wars universe that started about how many six years ago was it? Six. Or seven uh, years they now?
1: Disney bought it in 2012.
0: Yeah, but when did the Force? Uh, f- uh, 2015. Force Awakens came out. Which one came first, Rogue One or Force Awakens? Force Awakens. Force Awakens 2015. It. It hasn't it didn't it didn't look like there was a clear strategy behind it and I think at the time nobody complained because we were just excited to see anything Star Wars you know but it doesn't look like when they came out with Force Awakens, they were like okay this is how it's gonna it doesn't look that way
1: no it was sort of like JJ did his movie and was like okay Ryan Go ahead. Yeah. I left it on a literal cliffhanger. Yeah. Go for it. Do whatever you want. Yeah,
0: then I'll pick it up from wherever you leave it. You know, yeah. it doesn't look very planned. That's yeah. what I
1: mean. And this is where I think they should take a note of what Feige is doing and saying, what do we want to do? Hmm. Where is the future of Star Wars? What plan do we have? Yeah. You know? I
0: I see I think you make a very strong point. you think you're absolutely correct. That needs to happen in Disney, you know. Maybe tell Feige to take over
1: well, this is this is the thing. I mean, when when the report came out that he's going to be working on Lucasfilm, everybody was like, "Oh, maybe he could take over Star I, I, Wars." He shouldn't. No, but since then, a couple of weeks later, he was announced as uh, chief creative officer of Marvel. For me, that was like, okay, now he's definitely not taking over Star Wars. He's staying th- at Marvel, staying at Marvel, the boss of the bosses. Yeah, but he's still he'll probably just work on a project with Kathleen Kennedy on a movie. You know, it's very it could be very well. Kathleen Kennedy called up Kevin and was like, "Hey, you know, we've got this project going on. We think you, you'd, be, you'd really be interested. if you like to help working on it?" And he'd be like, "Yeah, cool. You know, you know, it could be as simple as that." Hopefully,
0: that—I mean, maybe that happens. You know, these people—they may not even talk to each other for months. They, Emails. Email. I mean, they don't. They may not even deal with each other, even by email or by PAs. For years because disney is such a big organization and they have so much they so much money they need to make back from all these acquisitions they've made they have so much money to make back so everybody's so busy and all that but you're absolutely correct it's not very clear what helped star wars was the name star wars and the fans mm-hmm. and the fans no matter how toxic you see the fans are they've been loyal yes yeah, they've they been, have loyal been loyal all the decades you know and that's what held it but on cinematic content and cinematic um, execution um disney has not handled french um star wars properly these new films they mm. haven't
1: they yeah haven't. i think like like i said i've enjoyed the majority of all actually i've enjoyed all four of their movies mm. do you know what i mean I have some. Gri- I have gripes with all of them. I have gripes with every Star Wars movie. Do you know what I mean? But um, at the same time, I can acknowledge there's no clear plan. I think now, though, there seems to be because that movie of Benioff and of Weiss is going to be 2022. So, what's the next Star Wars movie now? Good question. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> now, we, I, I think it's still, le- go- it's still going to be 2020. They just need to. I mean, but this is this is another thing as well. So I hope they also don't throw out this project. They won't. Because what they've, what they've always done as well is that, you know, when Josh Trank was going to um, uh, do Boba Fett, when he got canned, that movie also got canned. Um, because they had others. Well, I- exactly. But And, you know, when Colin Trevorrow as well, that script got done. come in JJ redo the whole thing. But I hope that even though Benny and Weiss are out, that they still keep the idea of let's do the origins of the jedi and, well we you know,
0: don't know if that was what they were gonna
1: do the report came out and says that they're, they're i've got it here it reportedly explored the origins of the jedi well we always knew we thought it, the old we, republic so we, yeah. we, we always said yeah. it
0: was going to be the old republic and it it, it was the only sensible yeah, yeah. thing it made for sense them, yeah. for them to do so i don't think disney's gonna can do you know how much money they've spent in the last couple of years buying the companies they need to make that money and um, so they don't have the luxury of cancelling everything. I think the reason why they could cancel the ones you've mentioned because they had other films, Star Wars properties at the time. So Star Wars was hitting hitting the target. I don't think because this is twenty nineteen. I don't think they will go because if we don't get something in twenty twenty two, then what? We're gonna wait six years
1: for a Star Wars movie. This is what, it's crazy, isn't it? No. And I think for now, okay, I, I, right now. I'm okay not knowing what the next Star Wars movie is because I'm just focused on the rise of Skywalker and, and the Mandalorian of course, and going to the Mandalorian, I think for the next few years anyway I think Lucasfilm will probably concentrate on TV so you're going to get we're going to get Mandalorian season two that's already happening we've got Cassian coming up and we've got Obi-wan Kenobi coming up they'll probably release another one as well down the line
0: mm. so you're thinking that they will focus on TV and not do
1: so many for a, films. For a while. For a while. for the, At least for the next few years. Obviously, they will do a Star Wars movie eventually.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I can see that happening. I hope it doesn't. I can see that happening because Star Wars, a, a Star, I mean, I know this Christmas is going to be
1: awesome. Any Christmas with a Star Wars movie is
0: kind of really,
1: it's nice, isn't it? Man, it's actually become, for me, a family tradition. Yeah. Like me and my fa- me, my dad and my brother, since The Force Awakens, every Christmas now we go, and we watched the new movie together. Yeah,
0: Star Wars and Lord of the Rings did that as well. Um, sorry, the Hobbit movies did that and as well. And the Lord well. of the Rings, yeah. yeah it came Coming out in the Christmas. It's it's nice to have a blockbuster. Not just a good film, a blockbuster at the time. I mean, obviously, Netflix is killing the word blockbusters. But while it lasts... Disney is still
1: holding strong with the blockbusters. Disney
0: holding on to it. But Netflix is going to be the death of blockbusters. It's Netflix is going to be
1: the death of... Um, cinema as we know it well technically netflix was the death of blockbuster <laughs> <laughs>
0: nice you know i didn't think of it yeah remember it. blockbuster yeah that's true it's true though yeah netflix killed it
1: because netflix it. were a shop like blockbuster netflix renting out movies netflix was yes well, or just that they didn't have an actual a, shop an actual yeah. show it was, was online GDs.
0: and to believe blockbuster could buy netflix they could buy it at, they the could time. Have done it at the time they could have and it was just the ceo that didn't get it and let it pass or oh, see one top exec let it pass and now
1: look at it now just
0: look at it now Began the streaming was have and yeah and <laughs> nice and is it's the same net blockbuster could have stayed if they just adapted to the competition you know, and it's Netflix. I see net and that's why I'm happy. I think Netflix is here to stay. The competition is coming. Apple TV, Disney, Apple TV Plus, they're all coming, and Netflix is still pumping money. They're not resting on their oars. See, they've given these guys 250 million dollars payout just to produce cool concepts, cool
1: content on Netflix. Loving it. Loving it. We should it. see. I mean. That's actually a perfect segue to our next big story, which is HBO Max, Nd Right. The next juggernaut in the streaming wars. Officially has a release date and a price, and they had a good look at uh, what the interface is going to look at, plus announcing all the stuff that we're going to get. So, Nd. first of all, June 2020. Okay. That's a release date. Yeah. Uh, still no word on if that's a worldwide release or exclusively to America. Okay. Most likely, obviously, America will get it at launch. We'll see if we get it. The price, fourteen ninety nine a month. Right. Obviously,
0: they can't do that expensive here in the UK. No. Nobody. Will. Nobody.
1: I mean, fourteen ninety nine will be like what twelve ninety nine here? Yeah, thereabouts. Something like that. Um, I mean when I initially sent this to you, you thought, well, that's crazy. yeah because, the pricing. yeah because
0: um, like those stations that HBO owns are free here like CNNs and your Eurosport they don't own Eurosports. your CNNs and your cartoon networks and TCMs they're all kind of free here. So when I thought of the HBO money, I was thinking about just the streaming app and not the TV stations. And if it's just that streaming app, man,
1: that's a lot of money. It is. It's a lot of money. But it isn't. It is basically... So, ima- you know cable. So, like, you have... You're a Sky. Yeah. So, imagine that, but digital. So, it is basically... Um, you have HBO, the channel. You have HBO Now. You've got CNN. You've got TNT Sports. You've got CW. You know, the DC Universe, which all have, like, some individual... Pri- or oh, CNN's obviously free. But... You know, you pay for HBO, I believe HBO is around $14. Okay. To pay For, you know, DC Universe is about $7 or $8. Right. You know, uh, Cartoon. Oh, t-
0: you get DC Universe with HBO Max. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. That makes sense. So yeah, it's not one app you're paying exactly. for. Exactly. You're it's paying
1: for a whole a sort bundle, of bundle. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. That makes sense. They'll probably have maybe other tiers of products that are maybe less than 15 or something. Maybe, I don't know. No, this is like the
1: this is it. The price, yeah. One price, one, structure one price structure for everybody. Okay. Which I think is really, I, th- I think when you actually break down and to see what all they have, I think it's quite well priced um, because also you get, um, at launch you'll be getting the a lot of back catalog from movies from Warner Brothers, New Line, MGM, Criterion Collection, TMC, TBS, and Turner Classic Movies yeah so So that's a lot of movies at launch very much like disney being like here's all our stuff warner brothers doing the same sort of thing
0: yeah the thing is this it is worth it The, the money is worth the content but i don't know if the price is sensible at this point in time because yes we have all that content but we already pay netflix money for to give us content so what benefit is it for of me to pay you that money nothing literally yeah
1: it all depends like i said it all depends on what you want to watch yeah you know uh some of the shows that they've acquired is like you know the big bang theory two and a half men south park rick and Morty, all these huge huge sitcoms and comedies that loads of people love to watch i love south park you, you know what i mean you now you will only be able to watch it on this bad boy they'll take it away from Netflix sad practice. I know from Sky
0: well we'll see but so yeah the 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 the, the, the cont- it's worth it it's just if it was th- if it's this expensive in the UK which I don't think it will be um Seriously, if they have more than two subscribers, that would be a success. <laughs> if
1: it's Well, I saw some big uh, pretty big predictions like it's looking quite especially in America, it's looking to like take a lot of people on because it's actually quite well com- uh, priced compared to Netflix because with this 14.99 price, you will have the ability to watch stuff on five different screens and it has all included 4k content, okay to get that on Netflix, it's fifteen ninety nine. Mm. So it's actually a dollar cheaper. A dollar cheaper. But if you're already paying that money for Netflix, are you willing to pay the same thing? But this is the thing. When, we, when all these streaming services eventually launch, you're gonna have to decide, wow, okay, which content do I prefer? Yeah. And yeah. I mean, if you wanna pay for all of them, go for it. I mean, I think I saw someone on Twitter list how much it would cost to subscribe to all of them and it's something like 90 to 100 dollars a month wow i
0: mean the only people that if unless that's your day job unless your day job is watching content and there are people that have those kind of jobs unless that's your job like why would you pay that you don't have enough t- there's not enough time i wish there was to 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 um maximize your investment in those apps like you said just pick what you want what you like who's giving it to you and you know one or two of them and just stick with them and share share access with somebody else
1: this is exactly where i'm coming from so i mean when disney plus launches i'm definitely subscribing to that yeah you know that's 100 percent um i currently subscribe to prime uh and my uh other half she subscribes to netflix yeah so that's a good deal we got there Exactly. so i'm willing to subscribe to hbo max because she'll probably she subscribe to something else, Peacock. Yeah, see, so you know what I mean, yeah, there are a lot of these things that's what out. I mean, and it's gonna cost so much money. So, it's you need a partner, Andy, so I you can spread this out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and for me, I think I'm definitely gonna get this because I mean, DC alone all the DC content so and they said at launch we're going to get the Joker movie on there that will be the <laughs> only place you can watch Joker really? Yeah. the movie? it's not coming out on DVD? no no obvi- it's, obviously it's coming out physical release but on streaming or any other okay. like you will not be able to find it apart from HBO Max all DC movies will be exclusive to HBO Max
0: which is nice I mean it will have good stuff but I don't know man I'll, be sh- I'll steal your
1: password when you're not looking so I can watch that's it that's fine <laughs> we, we, we can share passwords thank you <laughs> Um, a couple of other things that that they uh, did announce that's also coming with the the series is a live action Green Lantern series. That I want to see. I really want. I don't how with the, with the advancements in CGI. How has there not been a Green Lantern movie? That's what I mean. And I'm actually kind of more looking forward to it becoming a series because for me Green Lantern is like police in space give me like um it's like watchmen not quite watchmen watchmen on tv yeah but it's more like a buck rogers type of space cop you know buddy cop buddy cop type of thing i want to see that sort of thing
0: yeah but it it depends on the kind of green lantern story they're telling is it going to be a story about the green lantern core or is it going to be a hal jordan movie or is it going to be like a story about one of the green lanterns i think
1: i think it's going to be the core the I, th- I think we'll get Jon Stewart's mm, Green okay. Lantern in there.
0: I mean, I, I I, don't know why, but I just... Do you know... I'm going to make a confession. Go for it. I didn't hate that Green Lantern movie. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. It, it, it wasn't good. It, it, I mean, it wasn't... It wasn't... It, it's not going to be my top 100, 200 or 1,000 films ever. <laughs> no, yes. If I can remember all of them. However, I just... I, I just had fun watching it. It, it. You know, it's it was okay. It was okay for the time it was made, you know, and it was all right. I didn't hate it. But now I mean that and that was with the tech, tech they had then. But now with all the stuff that can be done, there has to be a green lantern movie. I would so want I so want to do I I I'm,
1: you know, oh, yeah, I'm in for that. Yeah, definitely. look uh, forward to that. Another project we got coming to HBO Max is a Ridley Scott sci-fi series. Okay, so he's doing his own series. Series, now. series. Okay. Sci-fi. You you know, put Ridley... probably alien. Maybe C- an alien series. Uh, no, it's not going to be an alien. It's a completely original sci-fi series. Okay. Okay. Has he still got it? Who knows? I mean, he, uh, he did it, the Martian, didn't he? He, which was good. Which I was very good. But, but he also did Prometheus.
0: What's wrong with Prometheus? I don't, I let me even talk. Why, <laughs> why do people talk, say stuff about Prometheus? What's wrong with that film?
1: I just, for me, I just found it really dull and long and boring. Uh, I just, I didn't really need all that extra backstory. It's just, I, yeah. But let <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> You know, I don't know why people complain <laughs> about Prometheus. It was a good film. The, the two, were, it was, I liked it. I didn't see anything wrong with Prometheus.
1: I prefer, I much preferred Covenant.
0: I mean, they were both,
1: they were both good films. I, to me, they were both good films. I don't know, man. Okay, I don't know. To not for me. me but anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, and uh, a Game of Thrones series. So this one is ex- again exclusively coming to HBO Max, and that is House of the Dragon, following the Targaryen family, leading up uh, to basically game of thrones the mm. series that we know it. it's going to take place 300 years before the events of game of thrones you know i just wish it wasn't hbo that owned
0: game of thrones that it was a smaller company and netflix could buy it i, I just i I just wish just got or they should just stop making films and just take everything game of thrones and just make it animations
1: this is going to be written by george r r martin though
0: yeah, the story is written by him. Is all everything is written by him.
1: Well, yeah, but he's actually going to be the series writer. The series writer, okay.
0: That, that I mean that that would really help. Like I said, the first five seasons, he was heavily involved. The moment he left, it was downhill. So if he's the one doing this, but that interview that I you know I told you I was watching, but he you know the one that got cancelled, when he was talking yes, about, yeah. it, he was really excited about that one. He wasn't so much excited about this House of Targaryen. But the one that got cancelled, he was really excited
1: about it. Why did they cancel it? Yeah, so yeah, let's had, talk about that. Yeah, they had shot; they were shooting it, or they had even no, they had they hadn't started production just yet. Wow. Um, I think they were on the verge of starting production. But yeah, so that prequel cool that was meant to take place thousands of years before and focus on, you know, the origins of the White Walkers. Yes. And- that's gone, and that that was also meant to be coming to HBO Max, but that's got canned.
0: That is what we wanted to see. Yes, the Targaryens are nice and cool, but and but we already know their history. If you read the books, uh, any of the audio you will know the you will know the history of the Targaryens. All their kings, and there are books about all of them, but uh, nobody knows about the White Walkers, and it was the one unanswered question in the TV series. Why on earth would they? Like, okay, tell me, do you what what was the story?
1: Oh, there is no story. It's just that it got cancelled. Like, mean, I, 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 I don't know. It. Like, I don't know the specifics or anything. It's just that.
0: What could it, be? like, dear HBO? What, what could it be? <laughs> like, literally, what could it be? Why are you canceling the show? Like, there can't be a reason. That I'm is sorry, good. I'm just, you're just, you're
1: just <laughs> cracking me up, man.
0: No, it's, it's true, man. Like, how can you cancel it? This is the best show this is the best show ever like game of thrones is the best show ever and we just and the consolation we had when season eight ended with as a train wreck the consolation we had was the prequels were coming in fact the reason whenever people complained and was like why how did the white walkers just die like that in my head i was like well there's the prequels the prequels will will explain. explain everything and that was the only hope we had then you're now cancelling it, and I'm—I I, for the life of me, man, I can't understand what the reason is. And I'm being a bit myopic because obviously there's probably serious issues, but I just don't get it. Whatever it is, whatever it is, they, that show should have cared.
1: Yeah. What could have been? What could have been? Hey. I mean i mean i
0: just i'm just i'm just sad well what happened what must I feel have happen- your pain yeah i think what happened was it not you telling me or did our or i read it somewhere is they did the pilot actually they shot, yeah, the, they pilot shot the pilot yeah and presented it to hbo and they ordered a full series no actually that was when they canceled it oh is that really when yeah the person who di- who directed it is the same person that did. Ke- she did. A, she's done a number. Of, person, person's done a number of films, and um, I think they took the pilot to HBO and um, didn't like it, so that was why it was cancelled.
1: Uh, I, think I was, heard different. I heard that they did the pilot, and then they were like, "Cool, order the full series," uh, and then only recently got cancelled. Uh, we will, stuff, we, we will
0: never know. We won't know till they officially give yeah. us some dibs on it. And even then, we won't know we won't the, know the, the real full story. Reason. Yeah. But whatever it is, that show didn't deserve to be cancelled. And um, I don't know. It's just... It's I a sad know. day. It's, it's really sad. It's really, really sad. That was such a good piece of work. And um, not everybody can read the books. Some people are more visual. I. This is one of the few materials where i enjoyed and i enjoyed the visuals more than the book the, and the book is great to 99 of people the books are better than the films but maybe because i still watching the the films the, the shows before i started listening to the books mm-hmm. but the, the, and the books are good but i really like seeing it visually yeah. and all of that
1: it's yeah. just your preference isn't yeah it? yeah and that is what it is uh so that is the news, Andy. Two big stories <laughs> we've gone on for quite a while. <laughs> yeah, just does. Does.
0: But that happens whenever we're on those two topics. Star Wars or Game of
1: Thrones. Yeah, Heroes. and it's basically the biggest stories of the week anyway. Yeah. So, uh, we're going to get into our favorite topic now, and that is the trailer park. They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works every time. That doesn't make sense. So, Andy, yes, we've got our second and final trailer. To the Mandalorian. One week after the trailer for the Rise of Skywalker dropped, nobody saw this one coming. Oh man! It, and man, I'm gonna let you start this one off. What do you think of this trailer, looks, man?
0: It looks so good. It looks so good. I cannot, literally, cannot wait for this you've, to come. You
1: kind of slightly turned around now, haven't you? Yeah,
0: really? I have. Yes, exactly. I have. I wasn't just, I wasn't just about it. I was like, uh, uh, but no, this trailer. Um, I'm now. I'm happy to be wrong. I'm happy I was wrong, and I like being wrong for times like this. I wasn't so convinced about Joker. Remember?
1: Yes, you I, were, yeah, the beginning. Yeah, it was like yeah, so was
0: I. Yeah, exactly. You know, so I like it when I'm wrong for this kind of things. And um, no, this the trailer looks good. It looks gorgeous. It, you know, even though it looks, it has it, it it, it feels like it doesn't 100% look like star wars the original star wars that whole gritty it's got that look look and all that but it still feels like star wars and um it looks like the acting was good the casting was done properly the fight sequences were good
1: i mean is he ever going to take off his mask we i don't know i mean he's got to does he I mean you don't cast pedro pascal and hide his face the whole time well if
0: you terminator they did dr freeze he was cast he was the most expensive actor at the uh, time yes and he still
1: saw his face though yeah but you he, he hear his voice but you bet it was arnie that like, you could see his yeah stupid blue face <laughs>
0: <laughs> well it, it's nice that we've but we've not seen it in the trailer no
1: we haven't seen and he we also haven't really heard much dialogue from him mm. So he is a
0: bounty hunter. He's He's a a mysterious character. You know, and even the trailer,
1: the Comic-Con
0: sneak peek thing we saw where he had that standoff with the Stormtroopers. Yeah, the
1: Star Wars Celebration. Yeah, I'll take
0: my chances one. Yes, yeah.
1: Oh, I like those odds. I like those odds, yes.
0: He doesn't really talk much.
1: Yeah. And he has a few friends, you know. Yeah, Cara Dune and Ugnaught. So, yeah, for me, this... I mean, I was pumped from the moment that they announced this thing. Do you know what I mean? But this just escalated even more for me. Like, it, it just, for me... It feels like Star Wars. It's got the gritty aesthetic. It's got the stuff I love about Star Wars. You know, the rundown places, the lived-in universe. um, You know, this mysterious bounty hunter. Um, What I really liked as well is that it's very very quick. But there's there's a scene where you see super battle droids in in the background, and like there's like this woman with like a child. Uh, Theory, just a theory. I think that could maybe be a flashback to the Clone Wars. Where he's a kid in Mandalore. Okay. Oh, that would be nice. C- oh, th- those troopers, the Roger Roger troopers. Yes, yes, those. They were there. Yeah, I'll, I'll show you the trailer again, and I'll you know you've got to like literally spot it at once. It's like a frame. I, I really I didn't see those there, but it's it's so cool, and I I, I you know because, I mean, in theory they could be I mean, at, that, they were, at that time period. Yeah, there yeah. are stormtroopers. Still putting on the yeah iPhone. yeah I mean because that yeah because this takes place five years after Return of the Jedi yeah and we still had so the super battle droids that was like sh- sh- nearly thirty years ago. There was over still, thirty years. Yeah, there will be some decommissioned ones that maybe uh, or yeah. it, I mean reprogrammed. It, it ones. could be you could just activate them. But how cool would it be if we saw like a live action scene from the Clone Wars? Oh, Do you know what I mean. This is what I mean. Like if if oh. we go back. And like do a flashback in Mandalore yeah. during
0: the time of the Clone Wars. Oh, that,
1: that, that, that I mean,
0: I, that, that would be Dave cool. Dave Filoni. Mm, oh, you know that's what? true. That's true. He was the he's, guy. He's, in, he's with John Farber working mm. on this. That's a very good possibility. That may happen. That, that, that I would love to see. Yeah. But well, I like how it's, Um, I like the statement that started. Has the world changed since the revolution? You know, making reference to obviously the, st- they're calling it the revolution. It's it just, and we all know what that revolution
1: is. And I, I like it. I, 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 I'm, I'm liking what I'm seeing. Yeah. I'm I'm I I liked the opening scene as well, where he's fighting the Trandoshans. Uh, and also when he's coming out the, um, that room and he just blasts that blast stormtrooper yeah. right in the head, man. It just.
0: No, he didn't blast his head. He blasts the circuit that um operates the door. So the door.
1: Yeah. And then he came out and no, no. Uh, when he came out of the door, and when he was fighting stormtroopers and he just knocked one out. Oh, right. Like, shot not, head. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah, there's that scene as well where wait, what, he yeah, chopped that, them That up. was a cool shot. Like. But, yeah, man, this just looks like this, is, this looks like it was made for me. Mm. Do you know what I mean? This has got me written all over it. It's type of Star Wars. And I just I can't wait to watch this now. We're yeah. going to get eight hours of Star Wars in the space of six weeks. Can't wait, bro. Can't wait. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yep, can't wait. And, um, no, they gave him a lot of swag that's cool they gave him a lot of swag in the film this whole they did the bounty hunter thing very well I'm sure there will be a standoff a classical there will be a callback to the wild wild west yeah I mean you
1: saw certain frames where he's got just his hand on the holster you know like tapping it waiting to draw yeah I
0: think they will they they will pay homage to you know the wild west to Eastwood and that era they will because it's it looks very bounty hunting and yeah those transitions. he took them down and them in the Uh, frozen carbonite yeah then return all these little callbacks yeah it's it's all part of the universe
1: and is Kathleen kennedy involved in this one um well this is the thing now she of course she's involved she's you know she's president of lucasfilm so she is technically overlooking this series but why is it that we
0: didn't hear or did you hear and you didn't report did you hear any rumblings from the mandalorian
1: no so what's up with that but at the same time like production wise we had no problems with ryan johnson the output was different mm. but during production <laughs> it, <laughs> it's true though when you
0: hear nothing in production it's probably not a good sign well, Star Wars but we, we don't know
1: but at the same time i have faith in john fa like I love The Last Jedi, but I have way more faith in Jon Favreau and Dave Filoni than Ryan Johnson. Mm -hmm. I think they get Star Wars to another level that I don't think any other filmmakers quite get. Yeah, I mean, if... You know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah.
0: if Lucas was passing the torch, if that was a thing... Dave Filoni. Yeah, he would give it to Filoni. I mean, what he did for Clone Wars, right, is... um, I think Clone Wars is if you want to be a Star Wars fan, watch
1: Clone Wars yeah that bridges I mean it made me appreciate the prequel so much yeah
0: you don't you can't understand the Star Wars universe if you don't watch Clone Wars and that was him you know so he gets it so I his material that's why it feels like Star Wars because he's Star Wars in and out yeah he's the Star Wars he he I think he's on the same frequency as um Lucas
1: yeah, he, well, Lucas taught him everything he knows. Do you know what I mean? And that's why, with The Mandalorian, this show, it's got, for me, it's got the best of both worlds. So you've got the the Old West, old looking, old, old trilogy style with the bounty hunters. You know, that's pretty much all Jon Favreau. But then you have Filoni coming in, and he's adding all the, uh, the layers of Mandalore and the Clone Wars that will tie into this character. I think we're going to get. Well, I think we're going to be very satisfied with this this series. The internet is going to be on fire. I, I again, I'm, I think when the first episode drops, I think I'm going to just zone out <laughs> of the internet for a couple of days. If yeah, I think you need that. And I'm just going to watch it at like three, four, five times, <laughs> like and just
0: enjoy it. Because if you had to switch up from the internet for two days just to watch a trailer, imagine what you'll need to do oh, to watch. But I will enjoy it so much more. Oh, uh, but it is um gonna be so good the internet will be it will will break the
1: internet Mm -hmm. i think we're already hearing great things so it's gonna be great the people behind it is it's it's gonna be good i can't wait i like that you're completely turned around on this as well Oh, i've
0: turned around i mean i want to be wrong in times like this this is one time where you tell me you were wrong and i'll be like yes i was wrong i want to be wrong i want to i want to go into a movie expecting it to be rubbish and i come out surprised those I don't want to rather than the other way around, where you know you think you're gonna get a good movie, you know, like you come out, and you're disappointed. That lasts, that stays with you. Like, when did Last
1: Jedi come out? 2017. It's still with me. Two years ago. Two years ago. That thing, that still stays with, stays you, stays with you,
0: man. It stays with you. <laughs>
1: uh, so yes, I obviously was super excited to see that. So we'll be checking that out. Uh, the next trailer is Dracula, a BBC miniseries. Now, they say miniseries because it's three episodes. But man, these episodes are 90 minutes long. Yeah, it's like,
0: <laughs> that's six episodes of it's a
1: normal... trilogy yeah. of movies. Like. Yeah, it's exactly. A movie is 90 minutes, isn't it? 90 minutes to two hours, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's true. So it's three movies.
1: Yeah, basically. Um, but they're calling it a series. But this is from the makers of Sherlock. They released this sh- very short teaser, 45 seconds, was it? or Something mm-hmm. like that. It looks great. It looks great.
0: People um, under... People... BBC is one of the most underrated studios in the world because it's BBC and is owned by the government. People think it's going to be crap content, but they actually have good stuff on BBC. If you go on the iPlayer on the app, and they were the first, they were one of the first people to start the whole streaming. Well, they, they weren't in competition, yeah. The app is free, but if you pay a TV license, license which, but yeah, <laughs> which. <laughs>
1: Yes. So there's technically a fee, yeah. There's technically <laughs> a fee if you pay it. If you
0: pay your TV license, you know, it's supposed to be free. But they do, BBC does have really good content. I mean, last, was it last year The Bodyguard came out?
1: Yeah, last year. And um, I mean, I haven't seen it either, but Killing Eve has got fantastic reviews. Yeah, I've yeah. heard it's really good. Yeah. But plus,
0: anytime you're like maybe watching Match of the Day or watching something on BBC and they do um, the trailer of one of their shows, they all look good. They, they really have very good stuff on dracula so i mean on bbc so i will certainly be watching this. yeah dracula. because
1: it's from the makers of sherlock yes i love sherlock mm. i think that's one of the, like and i didn't know what to expect you know i was i've never been a big sherlock fan i'm not I, you know i don't particularly care for the robert downey jr movies you no i didn't particularly care Loved for them it. and i've never been a huge sherlock fan but watching that i was like man this is so good and you know benedict does what he does so the fact that those people are coming on board to do Dracula, and it's based off the original novel by Bram Stoker. Mm. I'm excited. I mean, I'm a huge vampire fan and Dracula fan, but I will admit in the last decades, man, people Nothing. people can... It, it seems the art of vampires is just gone. Like, I haven't seen a decent vampire sort of focus movie in a long time. Maybe since, like, the Blade movies. Um, which? Twilight? <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> no, see, Twilight was...
1: It was successful. It was successful. I didn't. I mean, nobody liked it. If you were a teenager at the time, you would have. But but I think those movies, for me, do a disservice on what vampires truly are.
0: Who's to say what a vampire is? Bram Stoker. I mean, if anyone, he's one version. I mean, when zombies came out, they were very mindless. They were very slow and all of that. Then people came out and be like, "Why are zombies always slow? They should be running." Yeah, I know. know.
1: I get it. Different interpretations of what they are. I just didn't like that (laughs) interpretation at all. Yeah, no, most people at the time didn't like it. I mean, this is,
0: again, one of those little things that you're surprised I liked. I actually liked um, the Twilight movies. Fair enough. You know, I did... Okay, no, that's the wrong way to say it. It's not like I liked them. I didn't hate them.
1: Okay. I don't hate them. I just... Just choose not to, you know, like them. You know, I just don't watch them. There's not, yeah. not for me. Yeah. I think I watched like the the first one and and half of the second. I was like, I can't <laughs> like, I can't do this. Like, I didn't hate
0: it, but back to this BBC show, I'm happy that they are adapting the original story mm-hmm. because a lot of people, I'm not even sure I know the original Dracula story. I think I've
1: read it once years ago when, yeah. I, when I was a bit younger when I was in like in university. So I mean, I don't think I maybe I have, but in my cash
0: memory, I can't, I don't know the story of that. I know it's based off a guy in Romania, mm-hmm. you know, but besides that, I don't know, I don't think I know the original story. So, and I mean, who does historical stuff better than BBC? So, exactly. So and no adverts. No ads. Exactly.
1: <laughs> no ads. It's going to be great.
0: Yeah, those of us watching, um, listening outside the, the the UK, you're not going to get it, but BBC is, is um, a TV station that has good stuff. And because
1: it's owned by the government, there are no ads. No ads. No ads on it. Okay, so uh, let's stay with streaming services and go to Netflix. Mm. The Witcher. We finally get a full trailer and release date. I'll start this one off. Andy, I love this trailer. Mm-hmm. I did not know what to expect because I, I don't really know anything about the mythology or the mm. character of The Witcher. I just liked, I just thought, oh, Henry Cavill's doing this. I was aware of The Witcher. I think they were games or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very popular games. It's a universe. Yeah, there's a whole mythology. I just, I hadn't dipped my toe in that at all. Uh, So, going into this trailer knowing nothing, I loved it, man. It just looks awesome. The fight scenes look great. The cinematography is awesome. I love the costume design and the aesthetic, the production design. It's got a Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings sort of vibe. It
0: also has this um, vampire... It's a vampire movie. Obviously, he's a... Yeah, he's, a, he's like a, a demon hunter. Demon, yeah. And uh, it has this steampunk... It's not steampunk. It has a very... There's a punkish...
1: I know what you mean. Yeah. It's there's a, a bit of a punk attitude to it. Gothic punk yeah. type of thing going on there.
0: Yeah. And I think they did it very well. Yes. You know, so... Um,
1: it looks good, doesn't it? It does look good. The fight sequences... I have no idea what the story is. Mm. They didn't really... I mean, he's obviously got to confront something, I would imagine. Well, from the trailer, this is just from the trailer, not from the previous knowledge. It
0: looks like he is a witch hunter, which is what he is. But the people, whenever he goes to a town to hunt, the people don't see him as somebody who's coming to take away evil. They think he's evil as well. So he gets stoned and he gets um, scoffed a lot, but he never reacts. So he's that kind of person well he he'll kill them if he can he yeah. he can kill them if he wants to but he doesn't want to be that person mm. sort of like you
1: can so. also see in his eyes so i, I don't think he's completely human no, he's it? not no, Witcher, he? he's not
0: he's he's um half man and half
1: he, he can like a witch or something yeah he
0: can transform into stuff oh, all right okay and um i said i'm talking like a pro even though i'm not <laughs> they have very he's a, they're very skilled fighters they have a lot of skills yeah. and all of that but his main thing is hunting witches and I think there is somebody he's supposed to take care of who is betrothed to somebody else. And there's just going to be this love thing going on. But, man, it looks good. It looks great. It looks great. I mean, you know, I wasn't a fan of um, Henry C- Cahill as, um, Superman. Cavill
1: as Superman. Yeah.
0: He wasn't my Superman. But, man, he looks good in this. Yeah.
1: I mean, I love his Superman. and I I like Henry Cavill as an actor. I think he's really good. Oh, he is. Have you seen him in uh, Man From Uncle? yes i saw him there great what uh, such an underrated movie and he's great in that and that was the movie that i think that was the movie that got him the part in
0: mission impossible yes because i think it was the same same type of of role
1: Uh, and that was the movie that i was like man i'd like to see him as bond yes i can i I can see him as bond he's a very good he would be a very why can't he be Bond? there's nothing no there's nothing stopping well they're moving towards lashana lynch now but yeah, I mean, politically, you, you can't have him. Not now, yeah. At least not now. <laughs> <laughs> at least not maybe now. a little bit later. Yeah, But yeah, I can definitely see him as Bond. But to see him in this role, I'm like, okay, he's now showing a different side to his acting abilities, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, I wanted to maybe to see a bit more of him a bit more dialogue, dialogue in the trailer yeah. they sort of left most of the dialogue to the supporting cast
0: yeah I think this this is more a look what we got type of trailer yeah. it wasn't a this is the story this is just hey look what we got yeah. you know I, just I need show well, off they've,
1: def- they've got me oh. they've, they've definitely got me I mean it comes out December 20th December 20th <laughs> the same day as Rise of Skywalker doesn't change anything I'm no. still gonna see both <laughs> good, good <laughs> counter programming if you want to stay home I'm still gonna see both so I'm definitely checking this one out
0: oh man it looks good it's called The Witcher I'm, I'm going to try and read the books. I say read. Whenever I say read, no, I mean listen. You're an audio guy. I'm an audio guy. Try and get some backstory before it starts because I'm not into the universe. But I heard it's very extensive. It's as extensive as the Game of Thrones thing, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, and Middle Earth and yeah, stuff exactly. like that. exactly. So.
1: Uh, I am the opposite. I'm, I'm definitely going to check out, or if I like the series, I'm going to check out all the books and stuff like that. But I want to go into the series completely blank. Mm. Because I don't know. I think I don't want to have the backlog of knowledge going into it. The uh, same when I went into Game of Thrones, mm. I you know I, I haven't read all the books yet, but I've read the first four. Um, after I watched the few seasons of Game of Thrones, um, same goes for with comic books. You know, sometimes I criticize comics and think oh, I wouldn't have done it that way because I have all this Seen backlog comic. of stuff in the comics. So for me, I want to go into this completely fresh just enjoy it for what the series is mm. and just judge it as a series and then I'll explore the mythology.
0: Where we, we need to, before you do, you need make that, you need to know how the writer, how the director has told the story. Has he told it from freshers can come in and watch it or he's told it from you need to be an, an advanced the, watcher? Before? The smart
1: thing to do mm. is to make it so freshers can watch it but also have things in the background for true fans to go, oh, look at that. Yeah. And look at that. Yeah, but, you know... So, they, yeah, got, you has got to play both. Yeah, hopefully...
0: Oh, this is Netflix, right? Netflix. So the director had free reign to do whatever he wanted to do. So hopefully he does what he did. But, you know, it's strange that we when we talk about Netflix, we don't even question, oh, they must have told him this. We know that they have that culture of letting people... If they've brought you on board they believe in you and they're just gonna let you do what you want to do because their bottom line isn't about how much this particular movie sells it's just keeping people paying their subscriptions so they don't have to be involved in the film itself as far as you're a subscriber and if they don't like this one they'll like that
1: one if they don't like that one they'll like that one they got loads
0: yeah they got loads so yeah
1: so yeah, that is the end of the Trader Park Indie. So we're now we're going to the final segment of the show, and that is What's Coming. You've got to ask yourself a question. Do I feel lucky?
0: Well, do you,
1: punk? So, ND, Yes. The Good Liar is coming to us this week, and this is the movie starring Ian McKellen mm-hmm. and Helen Mirren. It has Morgan Freeman in it as well. Did it? Yes, yes, it did have uh, Old Morgie Boy yep. in there. Are you looking forward to seeing this film? I, 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 it's, I, It's not.
0: When you say looking forward to it. Is looking forward means you wake up on Monday morning and you're thinking about your week. And you know that, okay, I'm going to see this on Thursday or I'm going to see this on Friday. It's part of your week. That's looking forward to it. Now, I am not looking forward to it. Like, when I wake up tomorrow, I'm not going to think about this film. Mm-hmm. However, I will make an effort to watch it.
1: Yeah, I think I'm on the same sort of wavelength as you. Yeah, I'm not like, oh my God, I can't wait to see this movie. Exactly. But at the same time, I'm like, no, this this movie kind of looks good. Yeah. I like the premise of it is he's, he's like a con man of some sort, and he's conning this lady performed by Helen Miller. Uh, and obviously the cast is phenomenal. Yep. Uh, it just looks like a good British movie, yep. which is why we get it a week early as well. Comes out the following week In worldwide. America, yeah.
0: For once, we get something it's early. <laughs> um i feel there's gonna be a twist in the end in this film oh yeah
1: this has got a big twist we'll at, at
0: we find out that she's the one conning him maybe maybe you know i know I, that, that that's why i want to watch it because i want to see the twist in the in the end and all yeah um but yeah i mean it's not the joker it's not the kind of film oh when did the joker the joker came out um four weeks ago uh yes yeah yeah exactly. four, four weeks, weeks ago, ago breaking news a month ago breaking news there has been no shootings there has been
1: nobody has gone into the cinema to shoot anyone yep, no people dressed is as the clowns. Joker killing people oh that hasn't happened no no oh. it's almost as if like people were like <laughs> you know what I'm not gonna do that oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost as if like you know, I thought the movie was gonna suddenly So it's make people
0: like that's what we're expecting, right? Yes, yeah, that's it was all over the news. I know. Everybody was like, if you release this film, it's gonna people are gonna turn to violence. I mean, four weeks, that hasn't happened not once. I know. Crazy, huh? huh? Strange, yeah, this strange Well, Yeah. yeah. Now, well makes me think of that film that was cancelled because of the gun, the one we really liked that
1: uh oh, what was it called again? The Hunt? Or something I like I think it was called The Hunt. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it looked
0: really good. Yeah, and it was cancelled. And um the Joker, which obviously more more in our faces, hasn't killed anybody.
1: People, films don't kill people. I think we should, I think we've we've established that. Yeah. Uh so that is the end of the show, ND. We haven't 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 had a quite a show quite like that in a while where yep. we've just gone on about two main topics, but hey. It is what it is, and that's, that was the news.
0: Yeah, those two topics deserve their time. Star Wars, Game of Thrones. Whenever those things come into the show, we have to give them their respect. So that's what we the did The staple today.
1: of why we do what we do a lot of the time. Exactly.
0: Disney pays us all.
1: <laughs> Disney shill. <laughs> I, man, sometimes, you know, I actually got called a Disney shill recently. <laughs> Disney Gen- what? A Disney shill. Shill? A shill. A shill. So, that, so basically it means, oh, I just like everything Disney does. Disney pays me to make good reviews. I wish they did, but yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm like, okay. You it's know, if Disney, Disney, anyone who's listening, if you want to send me some checks to give you <laughs> all your movies good reviews, I'm all for it, man. Not <laughs> on this show,
0: though. I will continue to be
1: unbiased <laughs> yeah.
0: reviewer on the show.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's the end of the show, guys. But before we head off, ND, where can the lovely listeners find you? Um, I'm on Twitter at Mduaj which is at N-D-U-A-J and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Sweaty Jake and you can find all our episodes on Apple Podcasts Spotify and all other major streaming services as well as find us on social media Facebook Instagram and Twitter but until the next episode guys see you next week